Hey guys, before we start today's episode, I just wanted to apologize for the audio quality. I didn't realize it was going to be bad until I started editing today, um, but I need to get this episode out, so hope you guys understand. Anyways, enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Gabriel, and today is Friday, March 12th, 2010. Today, we're not going to do the same thing as we did last episode, where we did everything backwards. I don't know, it felt a little weird doing it, so I'm not going to do it again this time. Uh, We did get a couple of um, responses to uh, the format of the episode last time. Some of you liked it, some of you didn't like it. I'm just going to go back to uh, the norm, I guess. The main topic is going to be kind of short. It's about Pokemon accessories in our contest series of episodes. Uh, There's not much to say about accessories that we haven't already said. At least during the last episode, we did have an email uh, from, I believe it was Matt, who explained a lot of the contest, and I read the entire email. It's a good, hefty email. And uh, he explained a lot of it there. So we're not going to delve into too much detail about the uh, contest accessories. But we're just going to get started with the news. Today we only have a couple of news articles. Uh, First off, if you haven't gotten Jirachi from uh, GameStop stores, if you live in America, uh, the event ends tomorrow, March 13th. And I'll try to get the episode out by tonight, so just in case if anybody hasn't heard about it yet, uh, you could at least try for uh, Saturday. It unlocks an area in the Poke Walker when you trade it over to Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and then trade it over to the Poke Walker. It opens up an area called Night Sky's Edge, which allows you to catch Pokemon uh, that you can evolve with a Moonstone, uh, like Clefairy, you know, Jigglypuff, stuff like that. Next news today is another event. If you missed the Pikachu event, um, the Pikachu colored Pichu event, sorry. If you missed that a couple weeks ago, you can get it over Wi-Fi now. Any uh, North American and PAL countries, or PAL versions of the game, if you own them, you can get it over Wi-Fi in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Uh, the event uh, started March 5th and ends March 26th, so you do have, so you at least have another 14 days, at least from the recording of this episode. Uh, once the Pichu is traded to Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, you go to the Ilex Forest, then you'll be able to get the spiky-eared Pichu, which you all saw in Arceus and the Jewel of Life. Well, if you saw the movie. Um, it was one of the Pokemon in the movie, so you're able to catch a, capture that in the Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver games once you trade this Pikachu-colored Pichu over. So if you did miss the event, or if you just want another Pikachu-colored Pichu, go ahead, download it over Wi-Fi uh, before the event ends. Next, we have a 13th movie trailer uh, for the movie... Um, Rulers of Illusions, Zorork. I don't exactly know. I don't exactly remember what I've said about the show so far because I did record another episode, um, but I went ahead and scrapped it because I was supposed to have a guest today, but um, that didn't really work out because it's raining right now and uh, they didn't feel like traveling in the rain, which kind of made me a little angry. But I'll put up the link in the show notes to the article, and I'm sure I'm sure any uh, information 
you'll be able to find it from there. I haven't watched this trailer yet, so I have no idea what it con uh, contains. Uh, obviously, it has the two new Pokemon from Generation 5, Zorua and Zoroark. Uh, if they show anything else, or if they show any um, like silhouettes of Pokemon, I don't know. All I know is the movie does feature Celebi, the three legendary beasts, and those two new Generation 5 Pokemon, and obviously the main characters of the, uh, the anime, Ash, Brock, and uh, the other people, Pikachu, stuff like that. And last in the news is for UK listeners, uh, there's a store called Game, which is a British game seller, has pre-release events for Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Uh, according to the website, you can go ahead and test the games before the European release, which is on March 26th, uh, in select stores. There's also an Arceus event in their stores that can be downloaded to any Diamond, Pearl, or Platinum game. Uh, but as far as the UK goes, this event will take place throughout the UK uh, on the two weekends preceding the European release of the game, so I'm assuming this weekend and the next, or something like that. But that's it for the news today. Uh, any articles that I didn't talk about will be located on pokedexradio.blogspot.com in the show notes. Any questions about the news or anything you find out, you can email me at flashlightstudios at gmail.com. Anything cool you find out, um, I do have a lot of emails from people saying, you know, check out this video, check out that video, you know, um, like different rumors and stuff like that that people like to put up on YouTube. Um, but anything you want to let me know, flashlightstudios at gmail.com. Again, the website is pokedexradio.blogspot.com. But that's it for the news for today. Let's get on to the main topic. Today's main topic is Pokemon accessories. I really don't have much to say about the topic because, like I've said in the past two episodes, I don't know much about Pokemon contests. But accessories are used, obviously, for Pokemon contests. Uh, in the Generation 4 games, they're stored uh, in a key item called a fashion case, along with backdrops, also in the fashion case. You can, be, you can find it in Jubilife City after double battling with Dawn at the very beginning of the game. So if you've beaten the game, you most likely have the fashion case already. Uh, the fashion case, when it's given to you, comes with one backdrop and a couple of accessories just to get you started. And backdrops can be found in Diamond and Pearl. You can find them in the Daily Lottery Draw. Uh, while in Platinum, you can get a random one once a day from a woman at the Global Terminal in Jubilife City. And you can also find them from a lady in the Pal Park who's watching the catching show. And to find them there, you need to have one of the old Nintendo DS's, either the um, big old silver one or the Nintendo DS Lite. Uh, you have to have either Ruby, Sapphire, or Emerald um, plugged into the bottom of it. You go talk to the woman, and she'll give you a new backdrop. Uh, but back to accessories. There's so many different types of accessories. There's different types of uh, fluffs, pebbles, scales. Uh, there's a couple facial hair accessories, natural accessories, accessories uh, you can find in different places. Let's start with where to find some of them. First, you can find accessories in Amity Square. You walk into the Amity Square uh, with a Pokemon that you can walk with, and every 200 steps while you're in there, your Pokemon will pick up uh, an accessory. And just as a side note, some Pokemon are capable of picking up more access uh, certain accessories more often than, than others. For example, Jigglypuff will be able to pick up more often Black Fluff, Jagged Boulder, the Shed Horn, uh, the Shed Claw, Pink Fluff, the Black Pebble, and the Green Scale. Uh, as for the starters, uh, the Turtwig has higher chances of picking up the Thick Mushroom, the Narrow Scale, the Round Pebble. Piplup is, uh, has a higher chance of picking up the White Mustache, the White Fluff, the Narrow Scale, as well as Chimchar has its own uh, few that it's more likely to pick up. Pachirisu has uh, also a few, uh, Red Feather, Orange Fluff, Black Mustache, and Brown Fluff, just to name a few. And Buneary as well, Blue Scale, uh, Big Leaf, 
uh, with the Glitter Boulder, uh, the Pink Scale, and the Thin Mushroom, just to name a few as well. Bring in every Pokemon that you can into Amity Square. Every 200 steps, you'll pick up a new item. And sometimes they'll even be holding a berry, I think, as well. So, you know, you're not always going to get a contest accessory. The next place you can find them is uh, at the Massage Lady in Veilstone City. You go, you take your Pokemon to get a massage, and she'll give you an item that she says that she found your Pokemon holding or something like that. Um, examples of those are the Pretty Dew Drop, Sparks, the Mystic Fire, the Determination, Puffy Smoke, uh, the Eerie Thing, Wealthy Coin, uh, and the Humming Note. Uh, those are just some examples of those. Uh, the next place you can find uh, Pokemon accessory items is in the Pick a Peck of Colors flower shop in Floromatown. Uh, here you can trade uh, berries for accessories. In the flower shop, different accessories cost a different amount of berries between games. In Diamond and Pearl, they cost one amount, and in Platinum, they cost a different amount as well with a different berry. In Platinum, they're a lot cheaper, uh, and the berries that you can use to buy them are a lot more common uh, compared to Diamond and Pearl, which uses a little bit more rare rarer berries, um, or more rare, however that's supposed to be conjugated. Anyways, some examples. Uh, there's flower accessories, red flower, pink flower, white flower, blue, orange, and yellow flowers. In the Diamond and Pearl game, you can trade, uh, let's say for the red flower, 10 Raz berries. Or in the Platinum game, one cherry berry. Pretty cheap uh, compared to Diamond and Pearl. Uh, the pink flower, 10 Bluck berries in Diamond and Pearl or in Platinum, one Chesto Berry for the Pink Flower. So, a uh, decent comparison. Uh, it's always best to have the, uh, the latest version of the game uh, when you want uh, to collect a lot more items, because it's always easier, because uh, they, you know, fix up a lot of the stuff between games, it's just with any game in general, uh, not just Pokemon games. Uh, let's see, the specs, or the glasses items, uh, there's googly specs, black specs, and gorgeous specs. In Diamond and Pearl, those cost 20 Nomel Berries. In Platinum, they cost 1 Lepa Berry. Um, the more expensive ones uh, is the Gorgeous Specs, 10 pi uh, excuse me, 40 Pineat Berries in Diamond and Pearl, and 10 Raspberries in Platinum. Uh, the ones that do cost uh, quite a bit more are the uh, miscellaneous items. Uh, sweet Candy, the Confetti, uh, the Fluffy Bed, the Retro Pipe, and the Photo Board, just to name a few. Uh, in Diamond and Pearl, these cost anywhere between uh, 30 and 250 berries, uh, depending on what item you want. And these are more rare or rarer berries. Um, the palm tree berry, the nomel berry, the corn berry, which is one of the 250 ones. Uh, the durin berry is one of the 250, and the bellu berry is a 200. Compared to the platinum game, uh, it's anywhere between 10 and 100 berries. So... Uh, they cut a lot of them in half, uh, at least the cost, they cut a lot of them in half, uh, even though they still cost um, some of the rarer berries, Watmel, Rebuta Berry, Nomel, Weepair, Pineapple, Cornberries, stuff like that. Uh, a couple of comparisons, uh, the Cape, which seems to be the most expensive in Diamond and Pearl, costs 250 Cornberries, and Platinum, the Cape accessory, costs 100 Palm Tree Berries. There's also contest prizes. Um, depending on which contest you win, you will get a certain prize. Let's say you win the first, the lowest contest, the normal rank super contest, let's say in uh, uh, the tough category. You will get a yellow barrette, and these are all color-coded. There's uh, pink for cute, red for cool, blue for beauty, yellow for tough, and green for smart. 
you win any of these contests, you will get whatever color is for that contest category. Again, like I said, yellow barrette is for the tough contest in the normal rank. Blue barrette is for the beauty contest in the normal rank, and so on. Green barrette, red, blue, and pink, and yellow uh, barrettes for the normal contest. For the great contests, after you have to bring in a Pokemon that won a previous contest, obviously. Uh, for the great rank, you get balloons this time. Uh, the same color coding, pink, red, blue, yellow, and green for uh, cute, cool, beauty, tough, and smart, respectively. Um, balloons, so pink balloon, red balloon, blue balloon, stuff like that. Uh, other accessories, uh, when you go to the ultra rank, uh, you get headwear accessories. These are a little different. These aren't, aren't exactly color-coded, even though they do have uh, a similar color to uh, the previous ones. There's the lace headdress, which is a little pink, kind of lacy-looking thing uh, for the cute ultra rank super contest. There's the top hat for the cool ultra rank super contest. And the top hat is just a black top hat with a, um, a red rim, so you kind of see the colors there. Um, then there's a silk veil for the beauty contest, uh, ultra rank, and it's a blue veil. Uh, there's the heroic headband, which so happens to be a yellow headband for the tough ultra rank super contest. And the professor hat, which is green in the ultra rank smart super contest. And the last items you can earn from the contests are the stages. There's the flower stage, the gold pedestal, the glass stage, the award podium, and the cube stage for the cute, cool, beauty, tough, and smart super contests, respectively. These are all for the master rank. Uh, and the last items that you can find throughout the game are special items, um, or special accessories, excuse me. Uh, they're the turtwig mask, chimchar mask, the piplup mask, the big tree, the flag, the crown, the tiara, and there's one unknown item, well not unknown item, but unknown how to find it. It seems to be just left in the coding somehow, um, or for some reason, and um, they just never took it out, and I guess the only way to get it is by hacking, and that's the comet accessory. But in order to get these uh, starter masks, Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup, um, depending on what your starter that you chose at the beginning of the game was, you'll be able to get a certain mask in certain locations. Um, Fortunately, all three locations are the same no matter what Pokemon you chose as a starter. Um, each location is the Jubilife TV station on the second floor. Talk to everybody on the second floor. I don't remember who it was. Gives you one of the masks. The Veilstone department store on the first floor. Somebody on the first floor will give you the second mask. And in Pastoria City, again, I don't remember where in Pastoria City, but they will give you the last mask. Uh, the big tree accessory you can find in the Eterna Forest. The flag accessory you can find on Route 206. The crown and the tiara. These are special items uh, similar to the backdrops that I mentioned before. You have to have both fire red and leaf green games to get both of these items. You have uh, fire red in the Game Boy Advance slot. Go to the PAL park. Somewhere, uh, there's a woman in there who will give you the crown as long as you have the fire red game inserted into the Game Boy Advance slot of your Nintendo DS or DS Lite. And then the tiara is for leaf green. Same woman. Um, if you're saving and then switching right away, you have to walk outside of the uh, PAL park building and then go back inside so she can give you the tiara. If you save inside there, it's, it's a little confusing, I know, but... Um, Let's say you use Fire Red first, get the crown, save the game, walk outside, walk back inside the building with your Leaf Green game uh, inside your DS, and she'll give you the tiara. But if you do it right away, if you stay inside the building without switching, um, without going outside, 
when you switch the game, she won't give you both right away. You have to walk outside first. It's just a little weird. I found that out when I did it. I was actually kind of nervous, thinking that I wouldn't get the other one, the other accessory item, you know, the crown and the tiara. Uh, now, for the use of accessories, obviously, they're used for Pokemon Super Contests. Um, but depending on the theme of the contest, when you have to dress up your Pokemon, uh, depending on the theme, certain items work better than others. And like I said before, uh, this, will, uh, this link that I'm reading right now, or this uh, article that I'm reading right now, is in the show notes, or will be in the show notes once I decide to edit everything. Um, and it'll tell you which ones are best for which theme. Uh, for example, let's read off of the facial hair ones. Um, the black mustache, if you uh, had the black mustache. It's uh, good for the colorful, the created, the flexible, the gaudy, and the relaxed themes for dress-up in contests. And it works okay in the tangible, sharp, uh, shapely, sharp, and solid themes. Um, you get medium amount of points. And you get low points for using it in the bright, the festive, the natural uh, themes. That's just one example. You have to read all of them to know exactly what's good for what. In the contest, you can't exactly pause the game. I recommend once the contest starts, close your DS, because that automatically pauses anything that's going on in the game. And uh, go ahead, come to this link, read what you have to use for that certain uh, contest theme. Uh, and the contest themes, again, are bright, colorful, created, festive, flexible, gaudy, intangible, natural, relaxed, shapely, sharp, and solid. But that's pretty much it for the main topic today. It was kind of a short main topic, or at least I won't know that until I finish editing this. Um, it's actually been about a half an hour for me here. Um, keep repeating myself, keep having to redo segments, stuff like that. But that's it for the main topic today. If you have any questions, again, the email address is flashlightstudios at gmail.com. All the uh, links to the different things I talked about in the show notes, again, pokedexradio.blogspot.com. Links to the accessories, the fashion case, um, uh, and the backdrop um, pictures and articles will be there, as well as the news, which I mentioned before. Now let's get on to the Pokemon of the episode. Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon 101 Electrode. Uh, Electrode, a first-gen Pokemon, uh, is an electric type. Uh, it evolves uh, from Voltorb at level 30. Voltorb is Pokemon number 100. Uh, Electrode has two different abilities, either soundproof or static. Soundproof, what soundproof does, is it's unaffected by sound moves. Now, there's also a uh, little secondary effect. If this Pokemon switches out with Baton Pass, uh, the Parish Song attack against the switched-out Pokémon will not be nullified. The second ability is Static. Static, the Pokémon has a 30% chance of being induced with Paralyzed when using an attack that requires physical contact against this Pokémon. So when uh, your opponent attacks you, they can get paralyzed uh, if they use a physical attack. Pretty decent. Now, in order to find Electrode, let's start with Voltorb. In order to find Voltorb, uh, which is also an Electric-type Pokémon, uh, in Diamond and Pearl games, uh, excuse me, Diamond and Pearl and Platinum games, you can find them uh, when they swarm on Route 218. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, you'll be able to find them on Route 10, or in the Safari Zone as special items. And in the Poke Walker, you can find them in the Town Outskirts area. And um, 
a little note to the Heart Gold and Soul Silver locations that I mentioned uh, in the Safari Zone as special items. I assume this means, uh, if those of you who've ever played any of the old games, um, when you go, you pick up an item. Sometimes it will be an uh, an electrode or a Voltorb. I assume that's what that means. Uh, then again, I don't know. I don't remember Gold and Silver, and I never seen Heart Gold and Soul Silver yet. Uh, obviously, it hasn't been released in uh, the U.S. Well, it will be in two days. Um, but that's I think that's what that means by uh, special items. And as for Electrode, you cannot find it in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. You have to evolve it from a Voltorb. In Heart Gold and Soul Silver, uh, you can find them in the Cerulean Cave, uh, and you're not able to find it in the Pokewalker as well. Now on to Electrode's stats. Electrode uh, has HP 60, uh, base stat of attack 50, defense 70, special attack 80, special defense 80, and speed 140. I was actually surprised to see that its speed is so high. Most Pokemon speeds are around anywhere between, uh, well, at least Pokemon used more often for uh, Wi-Fi battling or just competitive battling in general are around um, 90 to, I'd say, 100. Uh, at least a lot of the Pokemon that I've seen, um, some a little higher than that. But speed of uh, 140, a base speed of 140 for this electrode is pretty high. I didn't think it was that fast. Uh, but that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. Now on to emails. The question of the episode last time was, how many Pokemon games do you own? Uh, quite a few emails. I'm only going to read a few of them, uh, even though I would like to read more. Um, let's start off with B. Gibbs. B. Gibbs says, Hey, Gabriel, what's up? I've been following the podcast for a while now, but this is my first email, so hey uh, What's up, B. Gibbs? Uh, between me and my brother, we own 22 Pokemon games. I count our games together because aside from a few of the main games, we trade off files once we're done with them. Around 15 of these are the main titles and the Mystery Dungeon games. The rest are either 64 or GameCube games. We never got into buying any of the periphery titles, but way back when Blockbusters and other video rental stores used to rent out video games, we used to get the more obscure games that way. I've played pretty much every old school game, with the exception of Hey You Pikachu, but I've fallen behind on more of the more recent spin-off titles. I have no idea how this number stands up to other people's collection, but I feel that it probably falls short. Still, I've gotten my money's worth out of every game and a ton of good memories. Anyways, keep up the good work. B. Gibbs. Uh, thanks, B. Gibbs, for your email. Uh, that is quite a few games. 22 Pokemon games. That might be even more than I own. Um, uh, and Obviously, including, you know, the spin-off titles. I think that's more than I own. So, um, And more than some of the other uh, emails or other people's collections that I've gotten emails from. So, uh... I don't think it falls that short. 22 games is quite a bit. But thank you, B. Gibbs, for your email. Our next email is for Scott. Scott says, I started one day when my brother got Pokemon Coliseum. I wasn't really into Pokemon, but then I got addicted and got Diamond and Pearl on my R4 card. Um, don't know what that is. But anyways, uh, when Platinum came out, I bought that, and I'm hoping to buy Heart Gold or Soul Silver too. And I also got a GBA emulator, so I have Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, and an NES emulator, so also Red and Blue. So technically I own two games, and I have the programs for seven. I don't know, I would recommend to buy the actual games, because you know you're whatever. But it's fine, emulators are cool too. I don't, I don't you know, have that much of a, an opinion on emulators. Uh, at least not like I do for hacking. If you want to use an emulator, be my guest. You probably won't be able to trade, obviously, with uh, people who have the Game Boy Advance games, uh, or even the Nintendo DS games. But um, that's cool, whatever, dude. So thank you, Scott, for your email. 
Next email is from Matt. Matt says, uh, For your question, I have most of the games with my fiancé buying the opposite version that I do. So here's my list. Red, Yellow, Gold, Crystal, Stadium 1 and 2, Snap, Puzzle League, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Coliseum, XD, Mystery Dungeon Blue, Mystery Dungeon Darkness, Ranger, Trozy, Dash, Pearl, Battle Revolution, Platinum, Rumble, Ranch, and Heart Gold in Japanese. So that's quite a few games, um, and I think that's really cool how you're able to, you know, share the love of Pokemon with your fiance, having her, you know, uh, with her buying uh, the opposite versions uh, that you do. I thought that was really cool. Um, so thank you, Matt, for your email. Our next email is from George. He says, hi, Gabriel, George here. Uh, I have an answer to the question of the episode. I have three Pokemon games, Pokemon Sapphire, Diamond, and Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Darkness, uh, and the first Ranger game, so... Um, four, excuse me. Um, I have a friend that's going to give me the first gold and silver games, and I pre-ordered Heart Gold, so within two weeks I should have seven Pokemon games. I also have a question for you. I'm trying to figure out which game I should play first, gold or silver, or Heart Gold. I want to play gold first to see the original games first, uh, but I also want to play Heart Gold first, so to see the storyline with the enhanced graphics first. What should I do? Well, George, you know, I have no idea what to tell you. If you want to play the old games first, gold or silver will suffice. When you get hard gold, obviously you're only getting one of them for now. So, hard gold would be the first one you play out of the uh, new generation games. Um, or at least the generation 4 remakes, whatever. I'd say just flip a coin and whichever comes out, play that one first. But if you do play the old versions first, I suggest at least start hard gold. So, um, just in case if there's any events that come up soon, uh, I have no news about any new events um, after Heart Gold or Soul Silver, so I, that's why I didn't mention anything in the, earlier in the episode. Uh, but at least start it up first, so in case you need to, you know, rush through and, uh, to a certain part, you know, in order to unlock an event or whatever, go ahead and do that. Uh, so you don't accidentally miss any of the events and have to rush and play the game so you are able to get the events. Or, um, you know, or whatever might happen. Or even play both at the same time. That would be kind of cool. You know, compare and contrast the games as you're going through it. Uh, but thank you, George, for your email. Huh, let's see. I don't know what email to read. I want to read Casey's email, um, but it is so freaking long. This is the longest email he's sent in. Okay, let's just read part of it, some things I wanted to um, read from his email. Anyways, he says... Uh, Hey Gabriel, it's Casey here. One year of listening to the podcast, ten emails running, and some updates, uh, and some update emails as well. And I'm still enjoying the show. About episode 18, I need to rant. On episode 18, you had an email from a listener who disliked the later two generations, the advanced and the 3D generations, uh, third and fourth. Uh, I was not pleased about his complaints, and I personally thought they had little merit, being similar to the kinds of complaints that old-school Pokemon fans say about Generation 3 and 4. For that, I want to talk about the two later generations. Uh, just a quick note, um, I really don't know about any of the arguments that old-school Pokemon fans say, because I do consider myself an old-school Pokemon fan, because I've been playing since I was 8 and 7 or 8, whatever, however old I was, since the first generation I've been playing. So, I've been with the game for so long, I really don't have any complaints. As long as it's Pokemon, I'm good, pretty much. Um, but let's continue with your email. Uh, first of all, the newer games are not boring. They held on to Pokemon's co core systems, as well as kept it entertaining, while making some nice tweaks and changes to the battle systems over time. Not to mention, they added some sweet features to the games. 
the colorful advanced generation or third generation brought in abilities and natures which changed the way players thought about their parties and battles double battles which allowed for more complex decision making during battles a vast uh, a vastly improved pokemon storage system that replaced sometimes confusing text based interface interfaces with an easy to use graphical user interface which uh, yeah i did that was pretty cool and uh, love it or hate it, although you're currently talking about it on the show, Pokemon contests were a, were a nice distraction from all those brutal battles. That is very true. I, I do agree with you that contests are a bit of a distraction from battles, because that's pretty much what the original Pokemon games were about, just battling. Now there's a, little, a few differences. Uh, obviously there's the, uh, the casino that's in the games, but those are just, you know, I guess, side little mini-game kind of things. But contests are a good distraction. Now to continue with your email, uh, first generation remakes in this generation were wireless play possible with the wireless adapter accessory at the time, uh, and the advanced generation's third version being uh, added tag battles and and the ever tough and ever awesome Battle Frontier. Um, and quick note on that: yes, they did have a wireless accessory for the Game Boy Advance that you were able to use uh, for trading and battling and stuff. Uh, it's actually really rare to find now. I have. I think I have two, um, but if you try to go to the store to find one, it'll be very hard for anybody to find one these days. Uh, I found one at uh, a Kmart store. Um, you're probably not going to find them anywhere else these days because the Game Boy Advance is um, a dying console now because of the DS taking out the Game Boy Advance slot. <laughs> There's still so much to read uh, with your argument. I did read it on my own, and I do agree with most of what you say. Uh, now let's get on to the uh, question of the episode um, that you answered. Uh, he says, uh, I'm an owner of around 18 Pokemon games. Amongst them, I own five main games. Uh, will be six very soon. A simple PC adaption of the trading card game. Both Pokemon pinballs. The original N64 Pokemon Snap. Uh, the, the downloadable game Pokemon Rumble. And even a Chikorita Green Pokemon Mini with Pokemon Party Mini. Uh, I also once owned a Pokemon Pikachu, Nintendo 64, and Hey You Pikachu, until my father sold them on me. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, quick little note, again. Really funny. I also own the Chikorita Green Pokemon Mini, uh, with Pokemon Party Mini, as well as the Pokemon Pikachu N64 and Hey You Pikachu. I don't know, I thought it was kind of funny seeing how we, uh, we both own that. And nobody ever talks about the Pokemon Mini. I need to do an episode on that. I'm going to do that sometime soon. Um, I actually need to go find it, start it up again, see what it was about. Um, hmm. Okay, so uh, I guess that's it. There's a lot more to your email, and you do mention a couple of other things uh, uh, about the um, the Zoom marketplace, and I need to look into that. But uh, thank you, KC, for your ever-long email, and I did enjoy reading it uh, by my uh, on my own, and I wish I could read it. I wish I could have read the entire thing on the air. Um, I don't know. I got some ideas running. We'll see. Uh, but again, thank you, Casey, for your email. Thank you, everybody, for your email. Um, there's other emails that I did, I really did want to read, but I didn't get a chance to read them because it's uh, already a really long show. But as for the question of the episode next time, what is your favorite Pokemon song? And I know I've been doing a lot of these uh, what is your favorite kind of things or, or stupid questions like that. I would love uh, more recommendations on questions because I'm really... Um, busy with a lot of school and stuff, and I really can't think of questions on my off time. Uh, so again, what is your favorite Pokemon song? And whichever one gets um, favorited the most, I might actually play it as the intro song during the next episode. So yeah, what is your favorite Pokemon song? From any of the generations, it doesn't matter. Um, 
Hopefully I have it on a CD somewhere because I do own a couple of the uh, old Pokemon uh, soundtracks uh, from the first movie, the second movie, the third movie, um, and like the uh, Pokemon Christmas thing. I think I also own that. Uh, And even the score to the uh, first Pokemon movie, which is pretty cool. But that's the question of the episode. Uh, email address is flashlightstudios at gmail.com. Uh, any questions, concerns, suggestions for the Pokedex Radio podcast, send them there. Uh, the website is pokedexradio.blogspot.com. Uh, everything in the show notes is there. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash fsgabriel. Or you could follow the Pokedex Radio uh, on Twitter as well. Or just do both at uh, twitter.com slash pokedexradio. Um, we have a YouTube channel. Videos might be coming soon to my personal channel, which is youtube.com slash fsgabrielS. Um, that is my personal channel that I haven't done anything with, even though I created it quite a while ago, along with the Pokedex Radio channel, which, again, nothing is on. So I do apologize for no videos, but they might be coming soon to my personal channel, possibly over the summer. Um, going to hang out with um, some friends that I, even though I hang out with them now, probably might have some adventures over the summer, so I might want to record some of that. I'm probably not going to do an unboxing of the Hard Gold and Soul Silver games for the uh, Pokedex Radio channel. I might not do that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I might, might not. Chances are I won't, because uh, I won't have time for doing something like that. But yeah, go ahead, subscribe to the channels. Um, follow us on Twitter if you have a Twitter uh, email address. You know, if you want to contact me through any of them. Uh, with the exception of YouTube, because I, I usually don't get on YouTube that much. If you want to contact me on Twitter, contact me through the email address. You know, questions, comments to the show, or just you know, just say hey, whatever. Twitter or emails are fine. Uh, usually, I don't respond through emails, but Twitter I will respond to. Uh, but that's it for the show today. Hard uh, Gold and Soul Silver comes out in two days, because today is March 12th, so it comes out on the 14th here in the U.S. Um, the next episode is going to be the last episode of the contests, um, which is going to be about the contests themselves. It's probably going to be a longer episode than the previous three, or even four, because I did do that berries episode, uh, berry farming episode, excuse me. Um, after that, we're going to do, after the last contest episode, we are going to do one on heart gold and soul silver. And then after that, maybe that uh, Pokemon mini thing. That uh, I did mention, or did Casey mention on his email, and I talked about it for a second or two. So, um, that's it for the episode today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, My name is Gabriel, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.